You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. What's up, punters and dribblers? Welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. Home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. We're in April. It's a Monday. And we're back. Edward. Tom. Lovely to see you. Yeah, it's great to see you too, mate. Great to see you too. Um, how am I? I'm all right. I'm okay. Yeah. Bit of a rip and tear on the weekend, punters and dribblers, which leaves you feeling a little bit flat. But I think I've hacked it. But I feel pretty good. I, I don't know why. I think I've hacked. Well, listen, I know I haven't, but I sort of have because our rip and tears are different. But mm. I think I've hacked the rip and tear that sort of drastically affects the next day. And then usually I'd be feeling way sadder than I am on a Monday. And I'm Bedtime. Not. Yes, but also what I did was, and you may see we can't obscure it from you, but my big water bottle. I was at a at a engagement party Saturday night. Shout out Hick and Geordie. Mm-hmm. And when I got home, reasonable hour. I think I was probably getting into bed around one, but I smoked an entire bottle of water, like just pumped it in one go, just absolutely mainlined it. No headache the next day. The guy we used to live next to in Bathurst Keithy. used to Keithy, Keithy, Keith or Keith. I don't know. I say Keithy, but I don't know if it's Keithy or Keithy. It starts with a K. Yeah. Anyway. He would come home and fucking plough himself. But like, what he would do is he would skull He'd pound like, himself until he vomited. Yeah, he would skull like two again. litres, then boot it all up. And then I think maybe skull some more. And then I think and he'd skull another bed. two litres, go to bed yeah. fresh as a daisy yeah. every time. Yeah. And I always... I don't want to do that. No, I heard that. And I was like, Keefy. That's a bit Keefy, Keefy. That's a bit much. It's too much. You're pushing it there. Yeah, you're pushing it. You put your test in the friendship. I don't want to go... Like, you, you don't have to... I, if I throw up, it's usually because I'm f- I've had too much. I'm feeling a bit sick. You know what I mean? Like, but I'm not just going to do it for. Oh well, I'm home from the night out. Better go spew. Where's your threshold to do that as well? Like, because that's a lot of fucking hard work. I think if you skull two liters, it's pretty easy to boot. I'd, I'd assume if you just knock back two. No, liters. No, but I mean, if he goes out for four beers, does he come home and do that? Surely not. Either way, I sculled this whole bottle of water, mm. and no headache yesterday. Well, how how much? How many water? How many liters? Yeah, I, I don't even know if it'd be one. Maybe one. What b- bottle is it? I can go get it. Tell you. Not my cup of tea, partners and dribblers. Mm-hmm. Not my jam. One skull, like, did you skull the whole thing? Uh, essentially, like, in the, over the space of a couple of minutes, but a one litre Coolridge squeezy. Squeezy's the way to go. Um, we were talking about water on the weekend, I right? Liked it. Like, obviously, I'm a huge fan of water. Obviously, obviously, goes without saying. Well, absolutely. But the fact that we were convinced, as people, at least as Australians, mm. but people to buy water in a bottle and pay like four times <clears throat> more than what you'd pay for petrol is outrageous. Well, what's crazy is that that was in our lifetime. Growing up, it was tap. And then it became like water in a bottle. Mate, like you, I, I bought on the way to train the other day, I bought a 700 mil pump bottle because I like the squeeze if I'm working yeah, I out. I like the squeeze. I've been hoodwinked by, by big marketing, by Coca-Cola. By big squeeze. By big squeeze. Five bucks yeah. for 750 mils. People drive like, I've, you, you hear of people fucking driving 20 minutes across town because they want to save two cents a litre and they'll go inside and buy a fucking Mount Franklin for four I, bucks. We own, the only reason we have bottled water here is because 
I don't trust the tap water in this joint. And well, you, it's not about trust. You can't trust it. No, Ball Tobler and Dave fucking do. It's. I've seen it's. it's I've seen red it's come water out come out fucked. Yeah. We had a plumber come in and he goes, "Mate, you're at the end of the line. You're gonna get some shit in it." I don't even know what that means. I don't either. But it was just like, "Fuck that." Like how, you, how are you at the year. end of the line? Like, isn't aren't we like at the end of like massive lines anyway? Yeah, aren't we all at the end of the line technically? Like, hasn't the water... Isn't the tap itself the end of the line? But, like, water's come from Warragamba, hasn't it? Shout out to it. Like, it's made quite a fucking trek through fucking dirty old pipes yeah. constantly. I would have thought. Those pipes would have to be dirty as fuck, wouldn't they? Or dirty is it, there's water just fuck. running through them constantly, they wouldn't be that dirty. Oh, they'd be dirty. Either way, that's why there's bottled water here. Otherwise, I buy these, like, your one litre pumpies or your squeezies. I buy that for the bottle. Yes. Because it's a better bottle. It's a better bottle. But um, but I just refill that with the good old honest tap water. I, Apparently the plastic gives you fucking cancer though, so that's... Oh, uh, yeah. You got, you've actually, you're actually better off getting a... Proper water bottle. Proper water bottle. But then, yeah, I know you are, but that fucking... Steph got me one of those. I felt like I was having to suck a golf ball through a garden hose to get any water out of it. It was like... You'd be able to find good ones. Can I be fucked? Make well, one like this about the that planet. won't give me cancer. Think about the planet. I always think about the planet. Point is this. Have one of those before you go to bed. Point is this. I oft think about whether this is doable. Starting a, a water company and calling it Aussie Tap. And there's like, you've got like variations of it. So you can buy like, if you're like a fucking, if you love your Central West Tap, you buy that. If you like your Sydney Tap, you can have a bit of Sydney well, Tap. Well, the, the, the thing is as well, there is a difference. Like if I go to, when we went to Perth, I would have bought a bottle of fucking Sydney tap if it meant I didn't have to drink their shitty... Like, I was hungover drinking the tap water in, in West Australia. I was like, this is gross. But then you could tack on variations as well. You could have, like, fucking country ball water. Country you could have, ball. You could, have, you could have a bit of fucking... Lightly sparkled country ball. You could have lightly, lightly sparkled country ball. You could also have um, uh, tank water, which would be good for the immune system. Yep. Could you have, like, uh, maybe some sort of sprinkler? You know what I mean? It's like this thing hasn't just come out of a tap. It's been mm. run through a backyard sprinkler or a slip and slide. Well, can I take you back to your youth? Someone's at the door. Live unboxing. Live unboxing. Let's hope it's not fucking... What's that? Anthrax? What is anthrax? Imagine if we got sent anthrax. It'd be a lot, wouldn't it? Was anthrax just like a big wool pull and it wasn't really actually... Oh, okay. This seems like something... Like, this doesn't seem like it's nothing. What is this? <gasps> Grills? I don't know. I just guessed that. I don't know why. No, it's not Grills. Oh, Devo. Is it better than that? For you. What is it? Oh. For me? Well, no, it's on. It's not just for you. It's not just for you because it was sent to us, but it's... Although I do eat all the gummies. Uh, certificate of Authenticity... This is to certify that all coins in this collection are genuine and legal tender. Great bit Britain halfpenny coins. These coins are in good, good circulated condition, have been refined with an exclusive handcraft. Okay, Eddie. What have we been sent? Titanic coins. <laughs> <laughs> Titanic coins. What the fuck? All right, a Titanic coin. This is when you know your obsession's getting out of hand. Elliot Rogerson. What the fuck is a Titanic coin? I don't know. Because there's a, a certificate of authentic, 
authentication, but like these aren't from the Titanic, by the way, punters and doers. Yeah, I can tell you that, that right now. That certificate of civic authenticity seems rather like not authentic itself. <laughs> I need a certificate of authenticity for the certificate. Yeah. What like what? I don't. I'm, I'm trying to work out what these are. It's a half penny from 1966, and the image on the back of the coin isn't the Titanic. It's just a ship. So I don't know. Give me another look. I don't get it. Tell you what, smart to have this thing arrive though mid podcast. Very smart. Who sent it? Elliot, Elliot Rogerson. Not to be mistaken with Roger Rogerson of mm-hmm. disgraced former police officer who killed heaps of people, I think, allegedly. He was a corrupt little cookie. I think so. Is he in prison? He might be dead. Tom just examining the time. 100 year coin. anniversaries. Yeah, sorry. I realize he's, he's still alive, Roger Rogerson, 82. Mm. Shout out to him. Can I, can I inspect the actual coin? Yeah. It's like a, it's, it's something where they've just. Is it legal tender? There's no way you're paying for Well, I mean, it's a fucking half penny. It's a half penny. Like, is that a half cent? Is this it? Uh, essentially, mm, I think similar, it could be. Very similar. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We now the know. Titanic disaster. <laughs> I don't know what to make of it, Elliot, but Elliot, thank you. I will say this, mate. <coughs> Probably the ghibliest thing we've been sent. Yeah, you're not going to... It's not like you're... Titanic coins. You're not about to get a baggy green for it, but it'll certainly take pride of place. Listen, if you sent me a coin from the Titanic that they'd fucking dredged up, yeah, different story. That's a very different story. Different story. These will just go in our cupboard, and by cupboard I mean the glass shelves that aren't yet built yet. But Dave will build. Dave's, one day. Dave's probably going to build those very soon. But thank you, mate. Great. Now, where were did we? I think that my my Titanic inception? Would lead to this? No, no, no. I don't think there's are. any way of really knowing that. I was saying, can I take you back, Tom, to a summer's day, Australia? Yep. You're young. You're out in the backyard, and you've turned on the you've turned on the hose for the first time, and you've had a swig. It's got a taste. Mm. Bottle that. First, first, like, you know, when you've got to go and do a piss test for the doctors, yep. And they're like, we need the first bit of wee wee out of your dick. Yes. Like so, you can't you can't give me some midstream urine. Yeah, yeah. I need first, first, yeah. like I don't know what you would call that. First drops. First drops, and it's hot. Yes, yeah, so, exactly. So it'd be first. Remember drops how hot it was from the tap. We're talking. Hopefully not your urine. Well, urine would be hot. Well, urine would be hot. It would be thirty-seven degrees. Hopefully not burning. No, because then you got a problem. First drops from a garden hose. Yep. They're hot as fuck. They're hotter than thirty-seven degrees. I'll tell you that much. Bruh, I'll give you the fucking hot tip. Jesus. Someone else at the door again. Someone at the door. All I'm saying is, if motherfuckers are out here selling water for that much money, maybe I can come in low with a bit of good Aussie Sydney tap. So anyway, I think we've probably, thanks to all of the uh, interruptions, done our dash on the sort of the water. I think the we've water bit. I think we've done the water bit. I think we've done the water bit. Like I, you know, if you want to dive back into it, I can try and force out a fucking nah, a couple more minutes of it. Yeah, I but I don't want to. to. I don't want. No, to. I don't want to. Where I mean, again, someone will knock on the door any moment, um, and and annoy us, and annoy us. So we may as well just not do any more water bits. Last Friday, Eddie, you and I, part of a foursome, Tobler, my old man, we went and competed in the breaking the yips hacker major, the king of the bridge, I think it was what it was called, Sebo's event. Yep. 
Great day. Great day. Fucking fantastic day. Great, great weather. weather. Great fucking weather. Tobler got there early, got us some carts. Shout out to Tobler. Shout out the big lift. Shout out to Scope, who was behind us uh, with his team. And pretty sure one of the guys in his team thought that just by virtue of the fact that they were behind us, that we should just give them one of their carts. And it was like, why would we do that? Why the fuck would we do that? We had Tobler get here at first light. Yeah. As soon as the sun came up, he was Tobler down was there booking, booking carts. Um, what, he wasn't doing that for you? No, he can, wasn't. I can probably see that right no, now. He tried now, to if play you didn't have that, if The you didn't very have, first hole, he was like, we'll play you for a card. I was like, fuck No, no, that, we'll no. play you for the cards no. on this hole. And I was like, how about you get fucked? Respectfully. <laughs> how about that? Yeah. Um, no, sir. No, siree. Because I'm walking 18 holes in this heat. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, the market value for these things, about 10 grand, I yeah. would say. Going through and, and climbing with every degree of temperature. Because Northbridge is a fucking hilly... It's, it's like, a big course. It's, yeah. not, it's not for the faint-hearted. No. Walking golf courses is... Very passe. It's... It's tacky. It's tacky. <laughs> Let's be honest. It's for the uncouth. <laughs> and... Yeah, yeah. That's not, not us. Not, yeah. I mean, and those boys were like, they'd fucking... They were walking them as Carrying well. Carrying their... Carrying yeah, them. yeah, yeah. That's they, Look, they're all fit. Scope, former athlete. I don't know. Yeah, but you're not Tiger Woods, man. Like, they don't even carry their own clubs. Do you know what I mean? The caddy does. No, but that's what I mean, though. Like, they're maybe just, like, former athletes and shit. I didn't know what the, the boys they were with. They were nice guys. Scope was playing with yeah, them. Like, they were all walking. They were all fit. Listen. We were like, oh, the, our sort of version, that was like, I'll walk to the ball. Don't confuse their stupidity for athleticism, you know? Well, their well, lack of organisation for athleticism. Mm, well, same thing. Lack of fucking organisation, stupidity, same thing. Sort of. One's a little more aggressive. Um, sure. Great day, though. Great day. Now, I guess for those of you who don't know, you probably know Sebo because he's part of the, the family and he's also on about even. But he puts on these, he's started putting on these golf tournaments for hackers, people that aren't very good at golf. Called the Hacker Majors. The Hacker Majors. You get together with you and a few of your mates and you go and you play and there's like different holes sponsored and, and all sorts of fun shit going on. Longest drive comps, all that sort of crap. And prizes to be won. Yep. But it's for like shit golfers to get together and play shit golf and it's Ambrose and all that. It's supposed to be. That's what it's supposed to be. But if you are Sebo, one of the most competitive humans to have ever walked the face of the earth. He'd be right up there. He'd be top. He'd be top three probably. Well, top point zero 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 one percent of... Of humans ever to exist. Yeah. yeah. He... Puts on hacker events and then, much like the NBA, stacks his side with the best golfers known to man and then absolutely crushes But he doesn't, he do, he doesn't care either. No, 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 is, no, like, no, no. Which is the sign of a, of a competitive animal. Yeah, he, he, he needs to win. Yeah, yeah. And, he, and if you've got... Uh, if he, he, do you know how he defines a hacker? Anyone who has a handicap of over 10... I'm like, can't you are not a hacker if you have an eleven handicap. But if you've got but if you've got a nine if you if you're under ten, then he'll fucking penalise you. Yeah, eight strokes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But if you're on fourteen like he is But he just you know, I think listen, I don't wanna accuse Seb of anything. No, but no. I reckon in the lead up to hacker events, Seb has a bit of the I'm gonna butcher my scorecards to keep my handicap above ten sort yes. of vibes. Yes. Yes. That's what I'd say. They shot nine under. Nine under. Yeah. Nine under. We were hacking around, three over, about right. At one point, we got to one under. That was after the first hole. (laughs) And then we parred the second and third hole, so we stayed there for a while. No, we parred parred most of, like, the first maybe four or five. Yeah. 
But I'd been giving him shit the whole lead up to this thing, going, "Dude, you can't win your own." And then, like I saw, I saw you. I'd, I like you saw the boys hit the ball as well, and you're like, "Sebo, oh, Streety, Harvey, good. Roddy, Roddy, they're good. They're really good. They're very good. Roddy, dro- dude, they birdied ten of the eighteen holes." Yeah, they're Roddy, driving greens and shit. Roddy drove two of the two greens. <laughs> Like, and then you've got everyone else walking, traipsing through the bush looking for their balls. And we, it, actually, we actually had to hit out of the bush once. Yeah. It was our best shot out of the four of us. Tobler, we didn't take one of Tobler's shots, not even a putt for the first 12 holes. No, it was... It was <laughs> Tobler was fucking awful. After, like, you know, swinging his cock around at the Bondi one, he was... That's golf, baby. I know, and I was... Mate, I was on on, on Friday. You played well. For you, me, by my standards. Well. It was you a freaky well. Friday. Tobler stunk up. I don't know what I did to piss off the fucking golf guys. You were too nervous, mate. You, you were, were nervous. You were nervous. Cute. You were I trying to it was swing. Cute. You weren't relaxed. Yeah, you were. You were, you were nervous. You were nervous as fuck. You dude. reeked of it. Yeah. And, and then it, it got in your head. Tears. And then it got in your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it consumed yeah. you. And dad does love to give out, like, golf lessons on the golf course. It was helpful, though. A lot of fun playing with Bill. Good fun. Great fun. He makes me laugh. Yeah, yeah. You two, you two, well... You giggle at him, and so he doesn't fucking stop. And then I'm like, sometimes I'm like, hey, woo up, Dad. You can't be saying that. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's, if he's from a particular vintage. He's from a bygone era. That's right. Um, Birdie Bill, he saved our bacon a couple of times, didn't Birdie he? Birdie Bill did save our bacon a couple of times. We all, you know, look, I was pretty fucking bad on the on the margins. I started all right, and then as soon as I have a couple of beers, I just... Yeah. Nosedive. I was that. Well, that it's a it's the twelve hole thing though with golf as well. After like the twelfth hole, you Mate, stop giving a fuck. Listen, I said to Tobler, I'm like, how many holes have we got? He's like, bro, I don't even. We'd paid like ten. I was like, fuck yeah, yeah hell, eighteen's too many holes. I had the. I had it a, is. I had a native seed, and it was when it started. It was lovely, and I'm like, oh, this is really nice. I'm concentrating. I'm flowy. Nothing matters. And then after a while, I'm like, I was just not even paying attention a lot of the time to what was going on. <laughs> And like you know, I like being out there with the boys and the fucking banter and all that shit's good. But like, I can do that in the clubhouse. Do you know what I mean? We that's that's done, my thing. Yeah. Like after twelve actual holes of golf, I go fucking pack it up. Yeah, that's how I always feel. Mm. Always, mm-hmm. I'm with you. And then I didn't even I had to fucking leave as soon as it was finished. I was I was devo. I wouldn't wouldn't have minded to have sat around and get had a bit of a rip. It Eddie, was it, it gave away my fucking hat. I did. Um, thank God we've got like well, it felt about right. It felt right. Yeah. It felt right. Look, I'm happy for you to do so. Did you run back to the car and get it? No, because we put the clubs in the car and oh. it sat there. So you were like looking at me, this staring away. at me, and I thought I'll give this away. That's how it worked. Was it appreciated? Yeah, fucking oh, the guy was losing it. You also also gave away my rose hat. Okay, so it was like a like for like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It well, wasn't no, just you. No, no, no. I understand. We um, you also took a bet with a dribbler that was very like oh high level <laughs> bets here going on. Well, like... I mean, it was never going to happen, but... No, it, it was more likely to happen to him. It was never going to happen to us. No. But I was like, saw that video. I was like, well, what's done is done. It would have been interesting. It would have... So basically, if, it happened, if the Knights bet. beat Manly by 30 points, yeah. he got a baggy grain. Mm. But if Manly beat the Knights by 30 points, he had to get a tattoo of punters and dribblers. Yes. That was the bet. Obviously, we'll get to why that didn't come off. Mm. But I was never in danger. No, you weren't. Never a day. Thirty points would have to have been a calamity. Zero percent chance. 
But a great day. It now, was a great day. I'll tell you what, a great fucking turnout. Yes, great turn. 90, 90 a really, a really good turnout. Sebo should be proud of himself, although appalled with himself. Well, listen, he should absolutely be ashamed of himself <laughs> for, you know, basically just creating events he can win. Uh, and, you know, like, well, it's for a really shit golfers while I'm on the side, like, getting really good and then winning it. And getting booed, you said. I was. I yeah, oh, yeah, the booed. Oh, he got booed. Good. He got booed. But. He doesn't give a fuck. He no, no, he's like a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> but you're absolutely right. Very proud of himself putting on a fucking awesome day. He did fucking well. He did a great job. And there's heaps of like, there was cameramen all over the joint. So there's going to be a fucking some great video footage, footage. Great prizes. Great. Like, it was just, it was very well organized and very well done. So shout out to Sebo. I was bagging him out on Saturday night for it, for winning his own tournament uh, when we were at this engagement party. But he was talking to something. I'm like, oh, how'd the golf thing go? He goes, I won. Oh, I mean, we won. I'm like, yeah, there you go. There, <laughs> there you go. go. There you go. Like when they won, Jerry was sort of sitting there and he was like, oh, I suppose I should go up. Like I think he was a bit like, mm. Jerry's a shy guy. <laughs> Yeah. Certainly under those circumstances. Well, Streety was like fucking oath, we won. Oh, no, Streety was Streety loving, loving it. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Loving it. Yeah. If only my mate Mushin could have played. Would have been a different we story. Were, we, we probably would have won. We would have fucked Tobler off, though, and kept Bill. <laughs> off Tobler? Yeah. No, no, no. He would have been that walking behind us, yeah, making yeah, sure yeah. I didn't have to get out of the cart too often. Yeah. He really should have been filming more, actually, in, in hindsight. Listen, I think I speak for you and I. When I say that he will be replaced by Mushin next time. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, you'll be still be invited. No, you'll be invited. You'll just be working. Yeah. <laughs> the revenge game. Like when, like when it took a while for the beer cart to get to us, like you would have had to go out on foot and yeah, find Yeah, we would have sent you off with on like foot. a walkie-talkie for emergencies and, you know, like in case you got lost. And a bag. Injured. Yeah. Yeah, well, we can organise something next time. Yeah, we'll work that out. We'll start so, our own team, Tobler. We'll beat them. Yeah, yeah. there you the go. The revenge tour. But we'll be <laughs> listen. All I'm saying is, in a roundabout way, it seems clear to me that the only way to win this thing is to is to stack, stack your side your with side. people that aren't hackers, mm. which no, is exactly. what we'll be doing. Yeah, yeah, not hacker. Yeah. So we're going to need to bring in. We might like even you and I. We could might we could even probably bring in Mushin and Ed Hatters. You're saying? Do you know what I mean? Just My old man dominate. might feel offended, but then again. You're not necessarily getting him to come too far. Northbridge was conveniently close to his house. <laughs> okay, if there's one down south, he's I don't coming. think he's coming. No, no, that no. One. What kangaroo valley? Is no, no, I don't no, think no, he's no, nipping no, down no, in the no, valley. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I think he was. It was almost a bit of a stretch. Northbridge wasn't he? he said, oh, "I'll get there at five too. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but shout out to Bill. Birdie and shout out to us for yeah, coming maybe. last. Did we come last? <laughs> yeah, equal last. Did we equal come equal last? last? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. Didn't Again, know, didn't know that the top Tobler, thing. yeah, fucking <laughs> not enough lessons, mate. I almost got a hole in one. Tobler at one point was like he's wanted to go and get a refund for his lessons. Yeah, he's been he spent like seven hundred bucks on lessons. Oh my god, and gone backwards month. and gone backwards in the past month. And that and you saw how I played. Like I never picked up a fucking club before. You like, could barely hit him, barely, dude. Like I don't actually think he because obviously you have to take three drives. Yes, each his ones. Like, he never really even had a good one. He just had ones where you're like, okay, we'll take that. There was an okay one on the fourth, but that was only because I put it on the fairway and the three of you skied it. 
But like that yeah. wasn't a great shot. That's though. the thing. It wasn't a no, great yeah. shot. It was in context to how badly weed hit out. Comparatively, ours. it was a like you wouldn't like you didn't you when you hit that it was like oh thank god it went further than five meters but like it was relief. It wasn't objectively a great shot. No, objectively no, it was a no. fucking meek lame shot. But I the what what was the the second last hole or the third last hole when we were at, it was the Southern Comfort hole. Yeah, and the, all the piss dribblers that were already, yeah, there, yeah. already finished. Yeah. Yipping and yahooing and sort of chirping us and shit. You get up there and slide. I don't. It was straight like, in the bush, but like almost went behind you. It went. It went at a right angle. Yeah. Like to, like so. What's that? One eighty degrees. One eighty from where you were, and then Tobler's might have been worse. I think it just like dribbled like a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was a perfect. dick with gonorrhea just dribbling yeah. down the yeah. hill. I, My um, old man didn't know I how was, to handle. I was, I was over it by then. Oh yeah, like same. the puff. But I was like the pressure of having dribblers talking shit, and the native seeds were into me, and they kept like going. I was like not even really paying attention. Did that overwhelm Bill that hole? Oh, bro, he couldn't handle the heat there. I mean, he still managed to hit an all right shot. He's was all right. But they were, when they're all talking shit, he doesn't know how to. He didn't know how to handle a bunch of young upstarts just talking shit to everyone. He's <laughs> like, "Oh, yeah, what's your team name? The assholes." I'm like, "Wrecked, <laughs> wrecked, wrecked, <laughs> Bill." Um, but a great day. Great day. Great day. Punters and dribblers, we are brought to you by Neds, the best betting platform in town. Um, tell you what, if you've been following along on my profile, because obviously I've been overseas, so I've just been whacking up my bets for about even on the Neds profiles app, you'd see some... I, th- I seem to bet better when I'm not around people and I'm just able to eyeball the talent on game day, see what's happening. It's when I'm able to be as, as, as gifted as I think I am. So basically what you're saying is it's a lot harder to bet almost a week in advance. That is games. what I'm saying, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for example... You could say it's also a 24 hours before a game, though, right? No, because if you're putting your bets in on Wednesday morning and there's a game Sunday night... There's also a game on Thursday. Yeah, but that, I'm not talking about that one. Right. I'm talking about the other games where maybe, you know, Nathan Cleary doesn't play yeah. or Hines doesn't play. Yeah. Well, Nathan Cleary did play, but Hines doesn't play. You'd, yeah. You get caught out. You do get caught out. You know? You, you do. You get caught out. If you're following on my prof, is what I'm saying, is daddy... They are calling me daddy value, and I didn't come up with that either. It's embarrassing. How many bets you get on the weekend? Two. I got three. Well, <sighs> but you're not a dad, so they can't call you daddy value. Dad of a dog. Well, you, they could call you doggy style value. Doggy value. I don't know. It doesn't really have the same ring to Why? it as daddy value. You're being pettist. Well, it's not pettist. You aren't a father. I'm father of a dog. No, you're not a and father tonka. of a dog. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Shout out to Neds. We love you. Shout out to Neds. Uh, you can follow our profiles on Neds. You can also join the About Even group um, where, the you know, everyone's sharing their bets in there and shit. I actually followed one of Gurus yesterday, uh, which was a Joey Manu away. Yeah, it didn't get up. No, it didn't. He was very lucky that his unit scooper got up. See, I've got a bone of contention next. If that was me, there's no way I'm getting given those nine units. No, but he's, no, but he's got it on and the bet stands. Yes. So it's live. The bet's right. live. Well, I'm just saying, I don't know that I would be afforded. This is what Tobler and I were discussing anyway in the green room. I know this is still a live read, but this is a bone of contention. I don't think that I would be afforded the same graces where apparently I'm not getting So fucking, you think the bet's void altogether? Well, I'm saying you have been robbing me of units even though all my bets were going up last week. Were no, you? we robbed you of two bets. Two. Right. You didn't put one up for the Titans game or whatever it was, and you didn't do a unit scooper. That was all you robbed But for. I did the bets. I no, just you didn't. didn't. You didn't put them up. They went on your profile. 
They weren't there. On my profile? No. Well, I'm gonna. I'll show you. There actually. was one game where there was no profile bet. There wasn't. I went through it last week. You didn't do. You didn't do two bets, and you lost fucking well, two Tobler units. Well, Tobler told me. Tobler told me none of my all my bets are void because they're not online. One of them. Okay, so Tobler doesn't even listen. You're right. So that's the problem. That's the problem. Here. We've we've now uncovered. That you didn't do a unit scooper last week. That was void. So you lost a unit, yep. and then there was one other bet out of eight. Okay. Well, so Tobler's lying. Then. Yes. Tobler's lying to you and I. Correct. Well, he's lying on your behalf. Shocking. Thanks, Neds. Cheers, Nads. Fuck you, Tobler. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Punters and dribblers, it's the most generous podcasters of all here, Tom and Eddie. Here to look after the punter and the dribbler and their drinking needs. Mm. It's still rosé drinking season, we know that. It's worth having a couple of bottles laying around. Yeah, I don't expect you to drink it in the driving rain, but I just went outside and the sun's out, baby. Oh, really? Sun's out, bum's out again, and it's fucking hot out there. I'll be losing the jacket, Tom. Mm. I can promise you that. So you need a couple of cases laying around your digs. You just do. Well, it's certainly when you've got guests. You're entertaining. Hey, come round. A couple of Sheila's come round. You want to be able to crack a bottle yeah. and impress? Yeah. Of course you do. Now, you're going to get 50 bucks off each case if you use the code MANLY. That's a gift from Tom and I at hellosport.shop. Six bottles. You're getting $50 off hellosport.shop. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Be prepared. Yeah. And if you're not prepared, you're prepared to fail. It's not the saying, but it's all right. Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Got it. Hellosport.shop. All right, talking some rugby league here, partners, dribblers. Obviously, when we talk rugby league, it is thanks to good friends at KO. Now, I just want to quickly let the people know, Eddie, as a public service announcement, thanks to KO, what games you'll be missing this week if you don't have KO? Yeah, let me. I'll take you through it, punters and dribblers. So just listen. Yeah, listen. here you go. This is just what you miss out on if you're a cheapskate. You'll miss Panthers Seagulls Saturday afternoon, five thirty. Arguably the game of the round. Yep. Like how the fuck would you want to miss that? Fourth v fifth. Broncos versus Raiders. So if you're a Brisbane fan, you're going to miss your fucking team play. And if you're a Canberra fan, heaven forbid, you'll also miss your team play. Then on Sunday, you miss Knights Warriors. Warriors are humming. So if you live in New Zealand and you love the Waz, you're not going to be able to watch it. Up the Waz, up the Waz, up the Wazoo. West Tigers versus the Eels, which I think is unmissable rugby league. Yeah. Because fifteen feet, seven eight. But either you tune in to see pain personified, right, in the form of the Tigers who mm. fucking get humped, or do they get a famous win over the Yields who are losing their grip on, like their windows closed, right? Yes. But like just watching them tumble out of the eight, does that get you going? Yeah. Like you tune in for pain, right? Either yeah. either. Yeah, definitely. That's unmissable if you don't have K. Well, if you don't have K, you would miss pain. There's pain either way. It's a pain, Monday pain. Is that when Jesus is crucified or is that a Christmas thing? We've tried to work this out, Tom, and I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Is Easter? He died on Friday. Okay. Yes, I know. I know that. Came back Sunday. That's not three days later, though. That's two days. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Well, didn't he, he come back Friday on Monday? Morning. That's what I'm, are you sure no, he doesn't come back Easter Sunday when you have No, but there's an Easter Monday. Church. What's Easter Monday? Yeah. Is that just a public holiday? I, I was always under the impression that he came back on Sunday. However, did he come back on the third day or did he come back three days later? Because three days later is Monday. Do you reckon if this round of rugby league, though, was on and he was dead at this point, he'd be like, do I really need to come back for the Eels-Tigers? I want to watch it, but Jesus himself 
Is he a rugby league fan? Does he come back for an Eels Tigers? I I think it's probably most likely that he dies on Friday, comes back Sundays, parties on Mondays. Okay, right. So that, the three days, it's not exactly. It's correct. the third day. So he, on the first day he dies. Second day he's in a cave behind a rock. Third day he comes back, or like they open the rock and he's not in there. I don't even know why they open the rock. And then fourth day, well, like, why would you put the rock over? No, I think they wake up and the rock's moved. Oh, okay, he moves a rock. Yeah. Sure. And then I th- on the third day, I think they fucking get on the piss because he can turn water into wine. It's funny, though, because, like, you'd, you'd think he'd just... If you are, like, able to just float into heaven and come back from the dead, how a rock in front of a door is stopping you, why do you even need to move the rock? Why don't you just float Because I think he wants to let people know he's out of there okay. by moving the rock. Because yeah, otherwise, right. people think he's still in there, and True. he's not. What's the point? You know what I mean? Yeah, well, so he wanted... Pe- he's kind of showing off then. He's peacocking. He's peacocking. Because, like, he wants people to know this. Uh, I don't think that that's up for dispute, that Jesus had a bit of peacock in him. Yeah, he definitely did. He was a show-off. <laughs> he was a show-off. Wait, find me a blind person. I'm but rubbing he, mud in their eyes. They can see. Yeah, like, mate, tell me that walking on water isn't showing off. Yeah, that cunt was a show-off. That was a show-off. And that's no knock on him, no, right? No, no, no. But Praise just, B. If he's your guy, he's your guy. But he's kid's a show-off. Yeah, that, all we're saying is walking on water, like you you yeah. make it a statement. Wait, here you go. Fish. Bread, let me now, for like for one family, now let me fucking feed an entire village with this shit. Mm. Close your eyes, open them, fish everywhere. Water under wine, show off. Good at it though, and power to No, him. mate, he's fucking good at it. And also, we get four fucking glorious days off because of him, so yeah. big shout out to Jesus. No, yeah, huge Huge, huge fan of his work. Huge fan of his work. Huge, massive Jesus guy. I, no, I respect Jesus. I respect him. We might differ on our opinions on thumbs things, but I, I, spe- I you respect him. You respect him? Yeah. You respect what? The hustle, the showmanship, the pageantry? All of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was he one of the great prophets. If you think about it, people still talking about that motherfucker. No, yeah. So he, no, was, no, no, he was legit. The David Blaine of his time. But to have people talking about you 2,000 years later is pretty impressive. It is pretty impressive. I mean, there are people older than him that are still talking about. They're impressive too. They're right. You're cool. <laughs> you know impressed I mean? by everyone. Well, I'm impressed by people talked about. Most people don't get talked about when their when their grandkids die, right? Yeah, that's when, pretty, when, that's when do you pretty reckon, much it. When do you reckon? How quickly are we off the radar? One gen. You exist in hundred years. Like sort of. like you exist in like you know your grandparents. You generally don't know your great grandparents. You might, but generally not. And then your grandchildren will know you, but your great grandchildren probably won't. That's the that's your thing. They're so your you gens. got you got your kids' kids, and it's like no, that's it. Fuck. Yeah, and then you'll be forgotten. And then once you die, it'll be dollar dump, estate sale shit. All these things that you cared about. Here's this lamp that you didn't want to get rid of. Yeah, no. That's being sold for three cents. Yeah, yeah. No one's being thrown in the bin. Yeah, yeah. That's it. And then there's like a plaque of you somewhere that just... On a bench that's rotting in a fucking park. Yeah, yeah. That people have... Like, that eventually will get taken down. Well, that like... that. To be honest, like, horny teens are probably like doing some, f- you know, some first and second base on. What's the... What's what's the like lifespan of a, of a grave in a cemetery? Like, we'll at, go at, look at the one at fucking. No, but at a certain point, they go, we'll pack it, we're packing it up. I don't think so. You go to some small regional towns. Remember the one in, uh, when we were in uh, Tassie for your Do you reckon they'll be there forever? Dude, there were fucking. In the, there was like. Uh, like but 1800s, cemeteries. 1800s is not that long. It's not that long. Well, it's like 200 years. So, okay, so. Are there graves for like thousands of years? Like for just punters? Well, what about the, well, I guess Australia's... For a punter? Do you know what I well, mean? Well, Australia's young though, so all that cemetery's going to be pretty young. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. So it's we aren't gr- burying over anyone. But I'm saying in other countries, do they bury them over, you know? Like are there graves for punters for fucking from thousands of years ago? Unlikely. 
I mean, they you, dug a king up in a fucking car park in England. You know what I mean? Yeah, a king. Yeah, underneath a fucking Aldi car park or something like Aldi. Good, different, great. The the oldest cemetery still in use. So obviously, there's a lot of like graves that have been found of like you know ancient people. Not what I'm talking about. There. So the oldest cemetery in use was established in 1638 in Massachusetts. That's the oldest. So at a certain point, they go, pack her up. Pack her up. We're done here. We're done here. Yeah, fair call as well. Um, now, so what has that got to do with rugby league? We were just saying, they're all the games you can get on KO, all right? <laughs> yeah. And if you don't have KO, you miss 90% of the games each and every week. That's on you, dude, because the information's right there. The technology's right there. Sort it out. Um, Thursday night live stream, Ned Brockman, Clary Moore of North Bondi, Motorino. They joined us. That was great fun. That was great. It fun. was great fun. A reminder again that Ned's just made a different stuff. Yep. The way he just talks about he what he's got planned, you're like, bruh. Well, he's over to the US this week to go watch Izzy fight. Then he's taken on Cam Haynes and just like, how hard are you? 48 hours of how hard can you get? He's just going to go over there and fucking, over there. just going to go over there and bury himself with Cam. And just go, well, can you keep up with me, bruh? Yeah. Oh, you're, you want to keep hammering? How about you fucking have a crack at me, bruh? I expect Ned to take the dub. Same. I think Ned's all dub in that environment. I, I can't be sure. No. And I'm not trying to impugn on Cam Haynes' work, but I reckon he's in fucking big trouble. That's I've never seen Cam Haynes run across the trail. Either way, Eels get the win. I mean, Roosters get the win. Jesus Christ. Um, reckon Buzz was sitting there going... Oh, how do I spin this so you can't pass thing? Yeah, when he's taking over from Tedesco and ripping and tearing. And just giving those nice little flicks. Spiral flick pass to Jackson Paula. Spiral flick passes get me going. Yeah. Get me really horny. Remember Quade Cooper used to do that big fucking rip out the back door? Yeah. It'd sail like 50 metres. Yeah. A spiral flick is as hot as it gets. It's flash. It's a bit Jesus-y. Oh, it's got plenty of Jesus about it. Yeah. But it gets the job done. No, well, mate. If you can do it, you can do it. Yeah. I find it hard to spiral the ball generally. Yeah. Let alone... Let alone out the back. Like, you don't need to put a spiral on a flick pass, but if you do, you're Jesus. You can just shovel it, yeah. right? <clears throat> Same with Jesus. Well, you don't need to move the rock, but I'm you not, I'm to. not calling Suoliti Jesus. No, I'm not saying but, that there's got to be a Jesus but, about but it. But Jesus could... Like, Jesus would have thrown a divine seed. Mm. We know that. But when he could have just given the ball, he'd prefer to put a bit of... Peacock on it. Yes. Which I love. No, I respect it. Oh, fucking oath. It's good for the soul. So, look, thank look, you to the Roosters. I, for Roosters didn't play particularly well. It was a bit of a fucking... Dude, you know what? They didn't play bad, though, either. It's funny, because I was talking shit about Sam Walker, and then everyone was talking about how well he played. So, I don't know what I'm talking about. He... Yeah, but we've... I think we've established, we've established that. that. yeah. He defended very well. He's though. Apparently, he's made almost... I think... Guru was saying like 70 tackles. He's almost made 70 tackles only missed one. So yeah. he fucking goes hard for, for, a, a, little for a lightweight, for a little fella. Yeah, he does. The yields were no good, really. No, they weren't. They looked, They didn't look good at any point. Even though they only lost by eight, it was generally a shit show from them. They sucked. Bailey fucking big thick hit on Tedesco. Teddy ruled out this week. But yeah, and like just just being the roosters, and I'm not here to like fucking break new ground. But like when you're the roosters and your fullback, who's the number one fullback in the game, and James Tedesco goes down, and then it's like, oh, who are we going to put back? 
Suali'i or fucking Joey Manu. Just a wealth of riches. Robinson goes, Joey. You go, like, yeah. who is he? Joe will be. Joe will be. Joe will be. Well, I need, I need you to fucking tell me. Yeah, I need please. you to tell me. Please. And he's like, well, fuck you. I'm not. I'll tell you on Tuesday. Teamless. Fair. Fair enough. Rules are rules. But I've been thinking about it all weekend. Mm. I have been. I've <laughs> oh, been thinking about it all weekend. Let's move on to another game. Uh, now, this is one of the great humpings of the season. Panthers over Ricky's boys. Look at that try scorers list. Can I? Well, a couple of things in the terms of the try scorer list. Zach Hosking, starting to fucking. Starting to get a bit about I'm him. starting yeah. to. You know, like the cut of his jib, mm. Tom, mm. if I can be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I like the way he plays his rugby league football. He looks, he's a toiler. And he's just a fucking... He can run a line. He can run a line. He just gets the fucking job done. And he's got a bit about him. And he's born in Manly. So, tick, tick, tick. Stephen Crichton's try was fucking outrageous. Yep. Jamin Salmon, the weak... That's what, that's what we get to. dog. Scores on the post and screams out what? Weak. Gutted dog. But scores to bring up 50 as well, which we know means that the Raiders can't win the comp. Not that they ever could. Not that they ever could, but officially, statistically, now they can't. That must have felt good for old Jamin. You don't, mate. This is in Canberra as well. It was 13-6 at half time, and they lost 53-12. They got absolutely fucking humped in the second half. How many points did Cleary get? Two, four, six. You went too quick. You just count them up for me. He scored a try as well. Yeah. 21 points. That's nice from Nath. Plus the try? Yeah, including the try. Good from Nath. That's real good from Nath. And a drop goal? Yep. Good from Nath. It's <clears throat> Ricky. I don't know. It's, Ricky doesn't strike me as someone who gets a whole lot of sleep. But getting, no. home, but getting home from a game like this, knowing that your boy Jackie White and most likely going to leave, knowing that it's very fucking hard to get cunts to go down to this biggest shit hole in Australia. No offence. No offence. But listen, if that wasn't true, why is it so hard to get players to go there? Yep. Like if it was like a mecca in the middle of New South Wales, you know, like some utopia. Yeah. That Some inland port. An, an, in, an inland metropolis. Yep then more people would go there. It'd yeah. be like a destination, and it'd be full of the who's who. But it ain't. Why is that? Get the shit off. <laughs> no offence. No offence. It, it, it is what it is. I'm basing my opinions on the fact that no one wants to go there to play rugby league. On the fact that it's objectively It's, it's a tough, but it's a, like, it, it's just a bitter pill to swallow for Sticky to have Jamin score in the 79th minute to do a big fuck you. But and scream it out. Scream it out. Because, I mean, Jamin, that seemed like you were seeing a man who has now become empowered by the weak gutter dog sledge. He's saying it now. He, he, it's, he's using it. He's like he's fucking rally It's his call. catch cry. It's yeah. his catch cry. I am the weak gutter yeah, dog. Yeah, fucking up. And I'm going to scream it every time I fucking score a try. It's almost, it's motivated. Yeah. Because everyone's been, you, you guarantee that no matter who he's playing, like every fan in rugby league of the Europe, like is yelling that at him. Sometimes I forget his name. Yeah. Known only as the weak gutter dog. WGD. That's right. Tough. So happy for him. Yeah, I'm happy for him. I am happy for him. 
I don't know if he needed to be tarred with that brush necessarily. I don't know. No, I don't think that was nice. I don't think it was necessary. But he's using it to, to great effect, so power to him. Storm beat the Rabbitohs. I honestly don't care about the game. If I'm not showing any disrespect, but it was just like, pfft, all it right. Was a, I tip the Rabbitohs. I fucking hate the Rabbitohs, and I hate the Storm now. You know, I thought the Storm was shit. There I was got home after the golf thing and watched the second half, and it was a bit like, eh. It was a boring game. It was one of the great defensive efforts of the season from the Storm. <sighs> it was a boring game. It was a bit like, eh. The Rabbitohs just can't beat the fucking no, Storm. There's the some stats, stat against them that's outrageous. The stats were fucking... Again, like, which I missed. I'm such a shit punter. I'm just shit. You're a shit punter. I'm shit. Dude. You didn't get a better again, did you? No, nah, not one all weekend. But I was one leg off the smoothie. That's not how it works. Well, no, I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you that I was one leg off the smoothie, and that is a try score in every game. Only person to fuck me was Reese Walsh. Otherwise, every single game had Reese scored. And I was waiting until the 79th minute for Addo Carr to go over. I would have been having some serious heart attacks. What would you have won? What was your? What was it paying? 700 and something. 750 and 760. So I would have won. I think I chucked 10. Oh. So that would have been nice. Um, Seven grand. But I would, have, I would have gone live for that game. I would have been in here live watching it. You would have had to have. Had to. So that would have been biblical. Yeah. Biblical. Yeah. But it didn't happen. Didn't happen. Now, Saturday, April 1st. This was a real April Fool's result, and I'm not ruling out that April Fool's had something to do with this. But we drew with the Knights, and... I don't know what to make of it. I don't know. I think it's a... It is an April Fool's game. Like, the joke's on everyone who watched that fucking game. The joke, yeah. Listen, I was listening to it in the car, and I go, I couldn't keep up with what the score was because people were scoring every fucking two seconds. Like Dom Young scored in the twenty third and then thirty second minute. I'm like, hang on, what did he? Is that was they going back to that? Try, did that just happen we had a try in the third minute, eighth minute, twelfth minute, seventeenth, twenty third, twenty seventh, thirty second. Then it was fifty five, fifty eight, sixty six, sixty eight, seventy seven. It was try scoring fucking bingo. Um, I'll say this, Manly are a better rugby league side than Newcastle, but we were fucking awful. It was up. As a Manly fan, it was an incredibly frustrating game to watch. Incredibly frustrating. I'll say this, Tom, just, just, I'm just going to be blunt. James Blunt. I'm going to be very James Blunt about this. Letting 32 points in against the Knights... Yeah. A pongolous Knights. ...is fucking dog shit. Our, um... How many missed tackles do we have? 49 missed tackles. And 14 ineffective. Whatever the fuck that means. Um... Call it 63 shit or missed tackles. Yeah. It was fucking awful, awful, awful to watch. Very frustrating. We scored Olakawatu's try. Do you see that one to start things off? I can't work out if was it Lockie Miller? Yeah, Lockie. I can't work out if Lockie Miller's just soft or if no. he thought that he was on his fucking. On I'm going to give Lockie the benefit of the doubt here that he's not soft. He's not a weak gutted dog. I think that he thought his try line. He thought he was on the ten meter line. Yeah, not the try line. Yeah, because. Or he's terrified of Olaquatu, but I don't. I don't think it's that because it's like you'd be better off just to get bunted than to like not even run near him. 
Or is he playing? Is he playing chestnut checkers from a Woolpool perspective? Being like, I'm going to make it look like I'm on the tan. So they'd go. There's no way he bitched it, because who would do that? But actually, that's what he was doing. Maybe it's funny because some dribbler uh, that we were talking shit with who takes uh, rugby union far too seriously uh, had said that Lockie Miller's the form fullback of the competition. Now, a pettier me would have gone to the DMs where that was happening and put that clip in for that dribbler, but I'm not a petty guy. Well, you, but you, so knew, but you knew that he would have seen it in your heart of yeah. hearts. Yeah, I did. So I just left it. So but Lockie Miller was interviewed. He said, he's talking about Olakawatu. He said, I thought he'd stuffed up, to be honest. I thought this bloke has just put it down 10 metres short. And then I looked around and thought, oh, this is not good. Yeah, yeah, tough. He's, mate, he's actually a good player. He was he very good. He was good in that game. Um, he was everywhere. Like, he was probably one of their main sort of weapons. Other than fucking... I tell you what, Jackson Hastings can play. Dude, he can play. He can play footy, dude. He's you see that the Tigers let him go, and you're just like that side is so fucking stupid. They let him go. He was dangerous every time he had the ball. Every time he got the ball, he was fucking with us. Really, like if you take Jackson Hastings out of that side, we fucking romp. Tyson Gamble, good as well. I think Tyson Gamble's got something about him. Greg Marzu can play. Yet Rando keeps making me think he's shit every week. I don't know what is going on. Two hundred and thirty-four runs. Not what I say. It's not what I say. I tell you who I like from the from the the Knights. Leo Thompson. They're fucking. I think he's a front rower. He's just a hard bastard. He just seems like he was just in everything. I didn't think I'd come in here on a Monday, talking in any way positively about the Knights. No. And yet here I am, and you know why, punters and dribblers? Because I'm fucking. We call it as we see it. I'm built that way. Yeah, and, and I'm I, not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna walk away from the truth. I'm not gonna hide from the truth. No, we don't hide. I'm not hiding from the truth. The truth is, Jackson Hastings can play rugby league, and the fact that the fucking Tigers wanted to move him to lock apparently, and then when he didn't want it, they were like, "Fuck off!" is absurd. We'll get to the Tigers. We will, but because God damn, we'll get to them. But the Knights. Are showing a bit. Hastings playing with a bit of an injury as well. They're just, listen. They're showing a bit. I hate Newcastle for 2023. That's just the way it is. That ain't changing. But I can respect the players mm. and the performance. They should have had their assholes ripped apart by the Manly Seagulls on the weekend. Mm. And they didn't because they played tough rugby league. They turned up. They did turn up. Manly... We looked like we just assumed a romp. We assumed we were going to come in and romp. And after that Olakawatu try, it certainly was how I felt. And then Tua Pelotu scored like two seconds well, later. Well, it, like, okay. it was 12 nil after fucking five minutes. And I go, okay, good night. Yeah, romping is on Good night, route. nurse. Good yeah. night, nurse. However, what happened, and this is just like, this is just the truth of the matter, is a couple of fucking Knights players turned up and Manly, and Manly as a collective... Didn't seem like they wanted the fucking... They weren't turning up defensively. Like, there's some plays that were like... Well, your Jake heart's not really... Right. Jake does every week. He made fucking... He played, he played 90 minutes... In the middle. And, and made 49 tackles. Yeah. And, dude, one of them, late in the game, he hit Matt Croker from the night so hard, he had to be taken off the field. 
And like, not in the head, nothing. Hit him so hard around the fucking rib cage that he had to go off the field. It was like, <laughs> it was ridiculous. Tackles made 49, tackles missed two. Didn't make an ineffective tackle. Just went out there and humped. Like, 90 minutes in the middle, getting through that amount of work is absurd. And the fact that he wasn't, that the, there were some players out 133 there. 133 metres, 15 runs. The fact some players out there didn't follow him is it's not good enough. We just need to be harder. We need to be harder. We're not 32 hard. points against the Knights is unacceptable. We're not hard enough. Ben Trebojevic looks like he's out for a while with a hamstring, which is fucked. Um, given that... But we're still in the top four, so don't fucking... No, there's no, there's nothing to worry about. I'm not worried. We'll the Panthers this week. KO Weeks came on, dude. KO Weeks. I want to see... That try, K- I love that try. Yeah, I just want to see a bit more of him. Like, when he's on the field, I mean, he fucked up as well. Him and um, him and Olakwatu had moments that didn't, like, cost us the game, but they directly led to the Knights levelling the score. Mm. Um, or at least the Bradman best one got taken off him because he knocked but on. In, when he's toward his try, like Tommy Turbo back in the, like, comes back the other side of the ruck, gives it to him. He just bang, takes off. Yeah. I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah, quick. Fuck, hey, you're quick. Like, not to fucking, uh, whatever, not to 100 in a second. Well, you know how, like, supercars, they go, it does not to 100 in X. Yeah. He'd do not to 102.7. Maybe even less. Put it this way, there's not to 60 in half a second. He's like a Bugatti Veyron. I don't even know what they do, but apparently they're really They do fast. quick stuff. Yeah. What's the quickest car not to, not to 60? Why do they do 60? Is that miles? I'm doing, I'm doing 60 because... That's what they do. Because that's more of a rugby league term. No one's getting up to 100. True. Well, no one's getting up to 60 either. <laughs> well, they're getting to 45. It's just called no, 60. 30. Uh, the Lamborghini Aventador, uh, 2.8 seconds. To okay. get to what? Uh, zero to 62. Miles? Yeah. To call it 100. Mm. Two point what? Two point eight. That's crazy. Yeah, sixty-two miles is a hundred k's. That's crazy. Two point eight, one, two. How? That's fucked. That is actually fucked. That is fucked. Um, but so was the result. Thirty-two all. A draw. Oh, I couldn't believe it. Better than a loss, though. Dude. I was up at a fucking farm all weekend, and I couldn't get reception. And Ollie came to me, he's like, do you want to know the score? I'm like, yeah, like, because we been listening in the car and then we, I was going to watch the mini the next day. I'm like, yeah, give it to me. He's like, 32. And I'm like, okay. He goes, oh. Like, you got to be taking a mm. fucking piss, don't you? When Dom Young scored his fourth try in the 77th minute, I basically collapsed in a heap on the couch. My mother-in-law had come and gone, are you talking to yourself? I was like, Because yes. the Ruben Garrick try before that was so well done. Kelma twirling his hands to Brad Parker were Fucking elite. Yeah. God, I was frothing. Then Brad does all the hard work. Lua's the man. Then Ruben's got to get moving. He's got to get his buddy's skate shoes on. Yeah, yeah. Dives in the corner, try time. That should have been it. Wasn't. No, it wasn't. It seriously wasn't. Some people thinking Bradman Best scored. I tell you what, that no try from Bradman Best uh, best illustrates mm. how hard it is to wrangle a Bradman Best. Because if you were on him, because I was thinking about that, I was like, Going through, like, the hardest wrangles in terms of punting uh, in rugby league for any time try scorers. It used to be Katoni. As in, I haven't wrangled Katoni, but he's scoring a shitload at the He moment. scored a double on the weekend. But Bradman's been a, a tough wrangle always. And if you were on him, you think you've got him, you think you've wrangled him, then you see that, 
you're like, Jesus Christ, he is hard. He's a tough wrangle. I think it was a great call, though, from the referee. Clearly a knock-on. Nothing to see here other than a knock-on. How, fu- how close was Croker at the end? Like, how short was he at the time? Oh, he was short, but it wasn't like... It wasn't... It wasn't. We were in a, We had a... In that first half of extra time, we had a couple of what I would have thought were drop goal opportunities that we didn't take. Now, it was into the wind. Maybe that was Cherry Evans' concern there, but, like, it seemed like you could have... Could have done it. Could have done it? Probably, well, I would have backed him. Anyway, we'll take the point. We'll take the point. We'll move on. It's better than a loss. It's the um, it's the first draw since 2020. And just looking at this, there were four golden point games all of 2020, and there's been five already this season. Dude, and there were a couple. There were, how many were there on the weekend? Three? Just two. Oh, just two. Yeah. So it's our second but, but, in a but row. The Sharks was close. Sharks would have been if Nico yeah. got there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's probably it's probably it's about time to bring in some stats. Ella Kazma, who's fucking yeah, driblet yeah. of Northern night. Beach's driblet. After studying some patentry, I have good reasoning as to why Manly's unexpected draw against the Knights is not all doom and gloom, and instead another sign that we'll win the Premiership. The last time there was a draw after extra time was in 2020, and not only was it against the Knights, but the Panthers were on the other side, obviously going on to make the grand final. Though to one-up it, 2013 was the last time Manly played a game where there was a draw after extra time. Manly were the rightful Premiers that year after some terrible refereeing, correct? Great point. To add to it, we finished the round in fourth. After 2013, draw, we were fourth again after this round. Good, good signs, good patterns. Wow, Ella. These are patterns you cannot ignore. The odds have dropped already. Get on us now. Yep. I Agreed. like that. I'm already honest, so don't worry about that, but I like it. I like that. Yeah. Good signs, good patterns. Yeah, that is good signs. I want to talk about the Tigers. Humped by the Broncos. Um, you're an idiot. You thought the Tigers were going to win. Seb's an idiot. You thought the 15 points was more than enough for the Tigers. Um, and I was the genius who knew that they were going to smash them. But I was in a game with eight tries from the Broncos without Reese Walsh getting one. I am unlucky. It's a bad beat. Whatever. That's fine. The Tigers... Is this the Tigers? Is this rock bottom? Like, is this not the, yet? Not yet. What's rock bottom? Because well, they lost to the no fucking, for a club as a club. But I mean, yeah, they, but they lost to the top of the table. So that loss in the weekend isn't rock bottom. Probably another spoon might be. But Justin Pascoe, their CEO, who I've been, I've been off for a little while anyway. Well, you've just noticed some things. I've just noticed it. Tales of Tiger Town, it was all about him. Yeah. He was in everything. He was getting around. He's got a weird hairdo. He's wearing super tight shirts and shit. And it was just <laughs> like, who is this guy? Then this year, he's got that. Like, you see every club starting to do like their own podcasts and their own media and shit, right? I saw the Roosters had Lindsay Collins being interviewed by someone. The Knights have one. Fucking Jacko of former YKTR fame. He's doing it with the Warriors and killing it. I actually think the Warriors have the best social media content of any team. I I was I was perusing their their fucking Instagram yesterday yeah. after their win and good stuff it's on good there. It's Jacko's good shit. Jacko's doing a fucking yeah, good yeah, job. Yeah, it's good Shout stuff out on to him. Really good stuff but on there. The Tigers, the only one that I've seen whose decision whose whose foray into the world of like podcasting media is the CEO, it is all about him. Ask the boss. What? What? This have you listened to it? No. You, Can you? But I wonder, like, what's in an episode? Go, no, see if there's like, yeah, get one up. Get up an episode, and let's just see what see what, what Ask the Boss is, is about. all about. If it's on YouTube as well, yeah. Or like, 
It is, mate. He warms up with the team. He was in tracksuits and shit, kicking balls on the fucking oval, and he's like, "Oh, that's just because we were traveling." It's like, what the fuck is is the CEO doing on the field, like kicking balls and shit? Then he's in the sheds at halftime on his phone, phone. while Tim Sheens is giving giving a, a speech and flicking through his one. phone. Yeah, yeah, didn't even listen. James Graham ripped him a new asshole on Triple M NRL. He's like, maybe you should have been paying attention to see if the fucking coach you've signed for two years is delivering the right messages, or whether he's getting the players buy-in. If you're even, if you, uh, but they were also like, you shouldn't be in there. No, you no. For starters, the CEO shouldn't be in there. You at should half-time. not be in there. But if you're gonna be in there, you may as well fucking and listen. And that's that's an interesting bit of insight that I wouldn't necessarily, well, that we wouldn't know, right? In terms of like, if you if I saw a CEO in there at halftime, I wouldn't necessarily think anything of it. But to hear how James Graham was like, no, dude, like fucking you are not in there as a CEO at halftime. And then he is in there and he's fucking playing Candy Crush or some shit. Like, what are you doing? Or Snake or who goddamn knows, sitting in the corner. Dude, he seems so hot. I don't even know if it's high on his own supply or it's like desperate to be relevant or de- like wants it to be about him mate i also like what struck me was like him like warming up and joking and stuff on the like i wouldn't be in that environment i'd be wigging right if i'm him being yeah. like the club's fucking i came eight years ago and the club yeah we built a center of excellence but what does that fucking commercially mean? they're very good i think like commercially they're running a good operation but the side is but that's Horse part shit. of the job. No, no, of course. But that's that, that's where his argument is. Center of excellence, sponsorships, revenue, whatever. It's all going. That's all humming. Right. But the side is absolute fucking. Which is the worst it's ever been. Fecal matter. But he has started a podcast. It's all about him. So that's maybe good. Ask the boss. So this isn't even behind the roar. Is their podcast? Yes. And then he's got another one on top of that. Correct. Which is like, ask the Has boss. Has it got anything to do with the Tigers? Yeah. It's all like, podcast. is it a Tigers podcast? Yeah. You know what I mean? Is it yeah, just, yeah, yeah. just I saw him bloody uh, Chris Hyington on there recently. Yeah, he was on this episode, which... I bet you can't ask him anything too honest. So, does he get Chris Hyington to ask him questions? I'm pretty sure he gets people on to ask him questions. Ask? Weird. What's going on? Has he still got a top nine? Did he have a top knot? Or am I making that up? No, that wouldn't surprise me. He might have. Um, it feels like he did. But no, I don't think he does now. But it's still a bit of a like, it, it makes you feel feel things. Club updates. Ask the boss. Welcome back to another episode of Ask the Boss. Uh, this is episode six. Uh, we're thrilled to have you join us, and I'm joined by special guest Chris Hynington. Welcome, Chris. Hynington. Thank you. Uh, happy to be here. Um, process usually is that we have obviously go out to our fan base and questions come in. So we've got a sheet of questions in here um, for us to ask each other. But what I will start with is um, you've just come back to the club. What is the role that you've come back? Skip forward. And what brought you back? You know, not to win them three games, but to have the most offloads, have third most running metres under some really good signs. But, um, yeah, we definitely need to pick our Skip forward. I want to hear Pascal. Yeah. Um, we've been out there training. The whole organisation goes out there as a part of our strategic priorities once a month, and we all work out there once a month as a minimum. 
um, done holiday programs. Ah, uh, fuck it. It's, it's not. It's it's what you think. If it you is. if you listen to that every week, you you are a fucking you're sick a puppy. sick <laughs> sick puppy. There's a there's a couple of comments on here below. Someone says, "Pity the boss doesn't pronounce your name correctly, Chris." Someone else says, "The boss needs to fire himself." And someone else says, "Maybe ask the boss why the Tigers are so shit." Yeah, he spoke to Buzz. Uh, in the paper today slash yesterday, or to, you know, it's in the paper today. But he's like, I'm not going anywhere. Because everyone's like, mate, you've been the CEO for eight years now and the club just sucking. The club sucks. But the way that they've, like, structured the coaching situation where there are some people, and again, this is in Buzz's thing article, where it's like there are people in England who, like, the clubs that Sheen's, the Sheen has coached at over there – one of them was facing relegation and then the next one he went to sucked as well. They were like, they couldn't believe that Sheens was signed to an NRL club as a coach. Like they're like, he hasn't had success for so long. But that the way they've structured their coaching thing now is like that you kind of have to wait two years before you can even judge it. It's like, oh, well, no, the plan is the Sheen is for two years while we coach Benji up, mm. then Benji takes over. Mm. So you're like... You can't go, well, this was, seems like a bad decision because you haven't won a game yet. It's like, nah. We're not planning for it. You know what I mean? It's like... Mate, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, there's a couple of things. Tim Sheens, by all accounts, is what you backed up what you just said, is a bit over the hill. That's what, like, people, people are that. saying about him, right? Obviously, you could coach once upon a time, but that's what people are saying about him now. Then you've got Benji Marshall and Robbie Farah, who are doing a two-year tutelage. Having two never years. coached. Two years. That's it. Nothing, right? Like... There's fucking guys that they were saying on Triple M yesterday that a lot of coaches, a lot of the guys, first grade coaches, with the um, exception of people like fucking Craig Fitzgibbon who haven't done this, they just were assistant coach under Robbo and then went on to the Sharks doing well. But every, most of the other coaches have gone and coached Queensland Cup or fucking Jersey Flag or Harold Matz or something, like actually done it themselves yeah. before they've gone and coached a first grade side. Like you've got to be able to know what you're fucking doing. Right? Mm. Like, that's what Wayne Bennett... I can't remember who who it was who wants to be a coach. Asked Wayne and Bennett their, their opinion. And he's like, you got to go fucking coach. you got to go coach a side. Yeah. Learn how to coach. you got to learn how to coach by yourself. you got to know how you get, get yourself out of pickles. Yeah. What to do in these moments. What to do in those moments. Like, you can't just watch someone for two years and then assume that you're going to know what to do. And also, if the guy you're watching for two years is stinking it up... And the results don't come. Is the guy that he's training to be a coach going to be any better? And just because you're a good player doesn't mean you're a good coach. Those two don't go hand in hand. Uh, it's funny because apparently Buzz Rothfield is the one who started the whole bring Sheenius back. Like at a lunch, he was like, you ever thought about just bringing Sheens back as the coach? And then, and then they basically did it. And there's a couple of things here. If, you're, if you are looking at Buzz Rothfield to dictate club sort of decision making around coaching that what? in and of itself is funny secondly when it turns to shit to then have him bagging you out in the papers it's your fucking idea so it's his idea and then he's just bagged him for it yeah but uh, but also like, well, you gotta do it like yeah, as in cool. he didn't make him but like as in you know buzz calls it as he sees it so how, have they lost 13 games in a row now something like that more than that isn't it for some reason I thought it was I had twelve in my head and I'm I've added one since thirteen. Maybe. But it's worse than anything they had when 
uh, Madge was knocking about. Well, they've added Bateman. They've added Papali. They've added Coruscant. They let go of Sammer. Hastings, who was their only player that did anything last year, really. Mm. But Shane's didn't see him as a halfback. Like, when they were playing their best footy, he was playing seven, and fucking Brooks was playing six, generally speaking. He's been a halfback at every club he's played at. They're like, nah, go to 13. Fuck, see you later. Like, I don't even know if that's true. That's just the message they roll no, out. No, 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 no. He said that. As in Shane's came out and was like, he was a 13. I saw him as his best position as a 13. And, and Jackson didn't want to play 13. No. Because he's not a 13. He's a halfback. Yeah. Kid's a halfback. One man to steal. Mate, unbelievable. Like, it's such a fucking shit show. It's, it's absurd. And it never gets better. No. It's insane how bad they are. Like, is a, if you're a Tigers fan, are you ruling out a, a march or some sort of protest? If we were Tigers fans, dude, and this was happening, I feel like I'd go and chain myself to somewhere. Go go full Pocock, you yeah. know what I mean? Chain yourself to a bulldozer. Yeah. To a tiger. To a tiger. I don't know. Chain yourself somewhere. Out the I front don't of the centre enough, of excellence. I don't see enough signs. Like in the well, Premier the Tigers League, fans aren't having a crack. They need to start They need to start lifting. Sack the coach. They sack the s- boss. Not fucking ask the boss. You Listen, I'm being fed income here. I think the Tigers fans have a role to play here and you're not playing your role. Well, they're complicit in the demise of their club. Where are the signs at the ground? Yeah. Where's the anger in the streets? Free Luke Brooks. Sack the boss. Maybe consider Shenius. Bring back Hastings. Drain the swamp. Drain the swamp. (laughs) If you want to go real MAGA. Yeah, yeah. Drain that swamp. Drain the swamp. But at Premier League games, mate, they've got signs up all the time. Fuck the owners off. Fuck the coach off. Fuck him off. Like, they... They're, they're not afraid to rip in no. and tell the truth. And I just don't see that at a Tigers fans. More signs. Yeah, it's a bit of um, Stockholm syndrome shit. Stage a walkout. Stage a march out. Now, that'd be good. Take to the streets. Imagine mid-game, the whole fan base just walks out. That's change. Yeah, that is change. That's how you get things going. That's how you get people to take notice. Now that, you know, opinion. We're not here knocking Pasco the man. I'm sure he's a wonderful person. I don't know him. No, I don't know him. But I assume the best in everyone. But as a club figurehead, yep. I couldn't imagine him being at my club. I'd be fucking furious. Like, no, I don't even could. know most of the CEOs of clubs. Tony Mastroff is ours. I get that. You're not supposed to know the CEOs. Exactly. Who's the fucking South one, maybe? Blake Solly? Is um, Uncle Nick the CEO of the Roosters, or is he just the owner? Don't know. Uh, Again, no idea. I don't know. Nah, Joe Kelly is the CEO. There you go. I don't know the CEOs of the Bulldogs, the Knights, Raiders, fucking, I don't know. This guy, I see him more than I see any players. Like, I see him in the media more than I see any of the players. It's very odd. So, the Tigers have won two of their last 22 games. Um, the last time they got back-to-back victories was the 18th and 23rd of April last year. And so looking at their draw for the rest of April, they've got Eels, Abai, then Manly and Penrith. And that Penrith game is the last week of April. So they will probably get to the 1st of May and end up having only won two games in the space of a year. Trust the process. Trust the process is such 
a cop-out. Trust the process doesn't make sense. It's such a cop-out, especially when your process has been shit for a year. Like, what process? But, but also, you don't have any process. But, 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 but because your process involves future planning, you can't be sure that you, the process is right. But you also can't be held accountable because you're like, it's not like... Don't come at us yet. Wait till two years. Like if I was if I was bought onto the board and I'm like, okay, show me the process. What's the process look like, right? I'd be like, how do you know this works? Like, how do you know this process works? They go, we don't. We're just hoping it does. Well, have you got any track record to show that you know what the fuck works? Because unless your no, name's you Phil don't. Gould, yeah, I'm not getting it. Who, you know, Penrith looked pretty good after Phil was out there. The Warriors, they're looking better. I'm not saying that Phil made the Warriors good, but you know, like he got Sean Johnson back there. Well, he worked there for a, he worked there for a brief moment. Worked, yeah, dogs. Penrith have fucking made three grand finals in a row. Wonder how that happened. Like, unless you're that sort of operator, then I'm not sure I trust anyone's process. Ivan really. Cleary went there and was like, you know that uh, that Get Simpson me meme, uh, or is it Abe Simpson when he mm. walks into the bar and hangs up his hat and coat and then sees it, sees Bart, puts his hat and coat back on and just walks out. But that people, was Ivan, like, get me the fuck out of this shit But people got hole. upset with Ivan for that. I'm like, you've yeah, got to Yeah, because they be were butthurt Tigers fans that hadn't fully... They were still, again, Stockholm Syndrome, where it's like they still hadn't realised that it's the club that's the problem, not the people coming in. It's like going, ugh. Yeah, so that was 2018 when they finished ninth. They won 12 games and lost 12 games. And that's the only season since 2011 that they haven't lost more than they've won. Yeah, and they almost made the finals that year. It was like a last game of the round or something, I think, that dictated it. I so when did they make the finals last? 2011? Yeah. That was when we won the comp. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's the last time. That was fucking ages ago. Yeah, dude. We were and in then, uni. So they made the finals 2011 and 2010, and then before that, the last time they made the finals was when they won it in 05. So they've made it twice since 2005. Twice since 2005, yeah. It's funny, like... Every week you're talking shit about the Tigers. There's something about it that's almost a bit boring and old, but you're like, it seems to just get worse and worse. Do you see Dane Laurie, who's can't make the side, like the fucking Instagram post of Selwyn Cobbo <laughs> running the field to score a try against them to go 22-0 up? Why isn't Dane Laurie getting picked? Because Adam Dewey's at fullback. But Dane Laurie's good. I know that. And there's what, no spot for him? No, because they've got Luke Brooks and Brandon Wakeham in the halves. Brandon, like, again, that's the thing. Brandon Wakeham comes on against the dogs and plays, like, fucking 20 minutes of good footy, and then they put him in. He didn't go that well against the Broncos. Well, no one went well against the Broncos. The Tigers have only made it to the finals three times in their whole existence since 2000. Whoa, really? Yeah. Really? So they won it in 05, and then in 2010 and 2011. So they're really consistently shit. So since 99? Since 2000 was their first year. Since 2000, they've made the finals three times. That is... That is... And, and they've, come in, ninth, they've come ninth six times. Can I, can I tell you what that's the equivalent of? You know what the equivalent of that is? Yeah. The Wallabies against the All Blacks since 2000. We've beat the All Blacks in... We've won the Bledisloe three times since 2000. And that was like one, two, and three. Three, yeah. <laughs> but that's one of the worst records of all time. And it's only two teams, though. That's the exactly. That's the equivalent. It's actually worse that it's only two teams. 
Or maybe not. I'm trying to work out. No, there's eight spots. Great point. There's eight spots. Yeah, there's eight opportunities for you to do it. It's way worse that you're the Tigers. Way worse. But I don't think even the Tigers would realise until this moment that they've only made the finals three times. Do you know what it, I mean? Like that, gun to my head, I, I would not have said three. No, no way. No way. But like the fact that that is it, it's like they have had no success. How is anyone? They're the hardest. Like they must be the saddest rugby league fans. So I didn't realise that they just, they didn't make the finals up until 2005, then f- fluked it and won. Yeah. Yeah. The year before. And, and then, then back to and not then making back the finals. To, back to not making the finals. Yeah. Six, seven, eight, eight, nine, didn't make the finals. Then 10, 11, 10, 11 made it. Made it. nothing. But I remember back then, they were like favourites going into seasons. They were, yeah, they had some good, they had some good, uh, like some good teams. Like, I'm sure there were seasons where people like, they fucking, they could be dangerous this year. Mm. Go in, do nothing. Good Lord. That is fucked. That Three is fucked. times ever. 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 So, 5, 10, 11. 5, 10, 11, yep. Oh. I'd love to know. I'd love to talk to someone really fucking switched on that just knows rugby league inside out. And I just go, give it to me straight. Like, bareback me. <laughs> what is it about? Like, what? Like what's the first thing they need to change? What's, like, the glaring issue? Yeah, because it can't just be coaching either. Like, even though you're shit on Shenius, like... Max McGuire won a comp, right? So yeah. it's not... Well, Sheen- and Shenius has won multiple. Yes. So... But he's a bit long in the tooth. Well, yeah, he's, he's 70. So it's, it's not nothing. Um, but there has to be more than that. But like when you see Appy Corusau, who's coming from, uh, you know, three-time grand final winner, three-time pre- uh, back-to-back, you know, played in three grand, four grand finals, won three. And there was early on in the season, like he was making breaks and there was no one running with him. No, no one near him. You're like, what, what the fuck are they training? What is going, like, is that, is that just c- coaching? It's not like... Going for Mitchell Pierce, that getting out is so embarrassing, dude. Like, making a play... And not that you're going for Mitchell Pierce. They are. Going, no, no, no. But as in, like, having a crack at Mitchell th- of 34 years old fame who's getting his dick sucked in the south of France. Yeah, and loving it. And loving it. And also top of the comp. Top of the comp. Hey, do you want to come back to the NRL? No. Okay, thank you so much. Bye. Like, when you've got Wake... You've, you've fucking forced Luke Brooks to stay... To get rid of Jackson Hastings, who, who could play, who could who 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 won a man of steel over there, who can play, and then now you want to bring Mitchell back? You just let go of Jackson Hastings and you want to bring Mitchell back? What is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? The guy who won the man of steel, best player in fucking England. You bring him back and you go. Nah. He, he dragged some shithole club to the final. Not our cup of tea. No, nah, he's a back rower. Is he? Is he though? Is he a back row? Is he a 13? Or is he a halfback that can play? What? I listen. What, like this Luke Brooks thing as well. Let him, let him let go. Let him go. What, like, what are you, what are you getting out of this? This sadistic sort of fucking operation where yeah. you're just like, you force someone to play footy for What's you. What's the Stephen King movie with, um, the marvelous Molly, what's her face from what's her name in real life? Molly Tata. Brown. Molly Brown, what's her name in real life? The unsinkable Molly, Molly Brown. Molly Brown, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's her name? Like the actress. Oh, I don't know. She's happy girl. Uh, she's also the Waterboy's mum. Jane, someone? Uh, 
The unsinkable Molly Brown. Debbie Reynolds? No. No? Just go actress. IMDb. That's... The unsinkable, like an old movie. It's 1964. No, Titanic. No. <sighs> oh, you're talking about Titanic? Yeah. The chick who played the unsinkable Molly Brown. Oh, there's a movie called... In the, the, 1990, in the 1997 version by James Cameron. Molly Brown, Titanic. Oh, well, you said... No, no, no. Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. Now, she is in a Stephen King movie where she basically... Misery. Misery. Where she, like, keeps this guy hostage and, like, she's, like, keeps him injured so that she can, like, look... He stays with her and looks after her and shit. There's one point where she's she's got him tied to a bed, you know, after he's watching this, and then puts a block of wood between his legs, like here, and then smashes his legs below there and breaks him from below the block so he's like fucking bedridden and shit. It's, fu- it's twisted. Just but so she can look after him. Yeah. It's like that condition where um, mothers... Munchausen. What? Munchausen by proxy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Where, mothers, yeah, yeah. where mothers fucking make their kids sick so they can um, bring them back him. to health. Mm. Maybe that's what Steph's doing to me. Um, Maybe. <laughs> they feed him rat poison and shit. That's so fucked fucking up. Ants. But that seems to be a little bit of what the Tigers are doing to Luke Brooks. 100%. Like and we now they're like, looking to offload him. Like, apparently. For Mitchell Pierce. Like, it, there, there is, it's almost like, oh, please let me go. No, no we, want, we want to see you It's like gaslighting. Suffer. We want you. We don't really want you. We yeah. want you, but we're shopping you off on the side. Let him, let him flap his poor little wings. How old is Luke Brooks? He's got a 37% win record. He is 28. He's so old now, considering he was always the, like, young, hot thing coming through. These are his prime years, and he's stuck at this absolute fucking, like, Does he beg for releases? (laughs) Don't know. It's... It's a real fucking Is the pickle. club, like, haunted? You know what I mean? Like, you literally need to burn it down and start again. Fuck the whole thing off. Like, it's it, you can't... Or, like, when mould sets in on a place and you actually have to... Like, the house becomes condemned. Maybe it was the nature of the merge. Have we ever considered that? It was all, like, Campbelltown and... And Balmain. And, like, Norellan t- and shit and Balmain are not... The same. The same thing. No. Balmain is very fart sniffy beret sort of vibes. They're, they're worlds away from each other. Like Wollongong, Cogra, sort of get it. Sort of get it. Yeah, I get that. But like the Balmain, Campbelltown thing, always odd to me, bro. Well, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. It makes zero fucking sense. If anyone has an answer or like some inside fucking oil as to what's going on in that shit, I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear it. But uh, other than that, I'm just going to sit here and speculate wildly. Yeah, I'll just keep talking shit. Now... John Bateman's been... But I mean, like, how can, you, how can you be... Like, the side sucks. Everything sucks. How can you be any good when the side just sucks? Everything's shit. Do you reckon Papali'i and Coruscant meet up and go, what have we done? Probably. No wonder fucking poor old Papali'i was, like, never committing to going. He's like, fuck. I didn't realise I was this good. And now I've got to go and play with these absolute losers. Not the players, sorry. At this club that's an absolute loser camp. It is what it is. So thoughts and prayers with Tigers fans. And players. players. And players. I feel bad for the players. I feel bad for the fans. But I also don't care. Like in rugby league context, I'm always like sucked in Tigers fans. 
Poor old Benji as well. I can't see this ending well. No, dude. Um, I can't see this ending well at all. Up the wires, up the wires, up the wires. Great game of rugby league. Great. In the wet. I got home from a big weekend. I, I planted myself in the bed. I had the doors open, Tom. It was raining. Oh, nice. And I was foaming at the mouth. Yeah. Agalo's arrived. I sat down and just watched a great game of footy. Touch yourself? No. Lies. Hesitated. No, I, I saw it in his eyes. No, I didn't. Touched himself. As I said, got there. Oh, mate, I could barely fucking <laughs> open my eyes. I just laid there like a fucking zombie and just listened to the pitter-patter of that rain, oh, baby. Yeah. And soaked up some good, honest rugby league football. It was a good game. Mm-hmm. It was a good fucking game. Sean Johnson is... Shawnee Jay's having a bit of a career renaissance. I was about to say that. He's having a glow-up, mm. a post-Sharks glow-up. But they're fucking... The, the, he even said it in the post-match, in his, which is a funny interview that it he is. does on the sideline. He's like, mate, we would have rolled over once upon a time. Not anymore, baby. No. I, I will say this. They, like, the Sharks started so slickly. Yes. I think they were up 20 nil. Yeah, they were. It was 20 nil. They came back from 20 points God, that was slick. The thing that... And this is going to sound like I'm taking a turn to negative town. Don't you, do that. I'm not going to. You and I, half Kiwi, we love the Waz. Aotearoa. Aotearoa. You know. But there was a part of me, again, devil's advocate sort of things, when they were so excited about the win after the game. I'm like, yeah, but you did also get behind by 20 points. Great comeback. No, nah, but I Phenomenal think... Phenomenal comeback. No, I think... I you th- got behind by 20 points. So, yeah, like, let's not I think, beat our dicks about, you know, like, fuck the Warriors. No, 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 no. I don't think we're beating our dicks about the Warriors' chances so much as, like, that's a famous win. It's to a come famous back from 20 win. points yes. is a famous win. It's a famous win. And it was pouring rain. Yes. And apparently they were at halftime, because, again, Shawnee's post-game interview was great. But it was like... To be honest, to have the mentality that at halftime when you're getting absolutely humped, to be like... You know, let's fight. Yeah, you know, we can come back from this, and what a fucking yarn it'll be to tell of the time we come back from twenty points down. Like having those conversations when you're getting absolutely butt fucked, that is a good energy to have. It's a great side. energy to have. That's not negative. That's that's proactive, yes. positive rugby league. Type. Yes, that's front foot forward stuff. Yes, I like that. I like that they pump themselves up in that way because honestly, the Sharks started so well. I was like, oh, this could be anything. And when you do have Nico Hines's hair as wet as it was, you would assume he doesn't lose that game. Well, That's I, what they've also beaten. Well, I was surprised he didn't, he didn't kick that penalty goal at the end mm. because that, they're his conditions. Yes. That's his, that's his backyard driving rain, yeah. like oh. soaking wet. To be honest, I would have fucking had him as almost a certainty to get it. That's what I'm saying. I had him 100%. I had absolutely no chance of losing because at that point it was probably the heaviest the rain had been all game. It was pouring. And he lives for the wet. Absolutely lives for it. It was funny how Sean was like, mate, I, I used to have to... John Morris made me practice them all the time. Watch, and the boys are like... I like that drill as a concept. After a long, hard training session, if he didn't kick um, the conversion at the end of a training session, that boys would have to keep training. So it like heaps the of pressure, pressure for him on. to get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, mate, that I was like transported back there. So that's why he was, was so cool, calm, collected. Almost came back to bite him. A mm. bit of a fuck you from Johnny Morris at the, the back <laughs> yeah, door. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
But it was a good game of footy. Perfect. It was. It was a good game of footy. And happy for the Warriors. Like, you know, I like the Sharks. I like Nico, but I can take it or leave it. I couldn't give a shit who wins that game other than from a gambling context. Mate, the amount of the amount of teams from last season that made the eight that aren't in the eight currently, after, even after five games, it's a tight, tight comp. Yeah, it is. It's all over the shop. The Broncos are the only ones without a loss. Sharks, 12th. Bunnies, 13th. Keep going down. Cows, Cowboys, 14th. Eels, Eels 15th. Cowboys. And, they, mate, the Raiders made the eight last year, and I think they got to, like, they got to the semis, not the semi. I don't know what Round the fuck is the going semi. on with the Cowboys. They do have injuries. Scotty Drink not there. Scotty Drink not there, but, like, they've been poo. Are we starting to think, Tom, that last season was a fluke? You'd have to think. It's hard. So far, you'd think so. But it was so consistent that it's hard to be a fluke, like a fluky good team. You know, like, because it's so, that's, the season's so long that you're like, you need to be able to, I don't know. It's, they, it's didn't, they didn't really lose any players. Plus, they had a lot of young guys who would only be getting more experience. Yeah, that's, so it sort of just feel like they'd be even better. But they are shit. And I... Sucked into Cowboys fans. Sucked into Cowboys fans. But the the doggies at Matty Burton can slot a droppy. My goodness. Jacob Preston with two or more. He can play. Kid can play. Matt Preston's son. Matt Preston's son of... Uh, <laughs> MasterChef Master fame. Chef fame. Cravat of fame. cravat fame, yes. Yeah, yeah, he's... What a what a wonderful start to the season for a, for a lovely young man. Yeah, who's just turning up and doing the damn thing. Tell you what, you also need to spare a thought for the nine thousand brave souls that went out to fucking a core stadium. Mate, honestly, night. if you're a dogs fan that went to a core, or even if you're a Cowboys fan that went to a core, probably worse. I salute the fuck out of you. I'm not talking about you fat cats in the box. I'm no. talking about the punters down soaked. at ground level. Absolutely soaked. Salute At you. the worst ground ever constructed by man. Salute you. I salute the fuck out of you. Salute you. And shout out to Matty Burton for that droppy because that was badass. Matt Burton is badass. He is badass. I tell you what, Freddie's got issues. He's got problems, Freddie. Freddie Fittler. Yep. Because there's a lot of hot young fangs running around and there's not enough room to fit them all. Luai goes. Hines into six. Hines into six. Matty B off the bench? Or do you well, have Jack White? And- Jackie Boy White as well. So I don't know what you so do no, there. No Burton. No Burton bombs. I don't know what you do there. I don't know what you do there, Eddie. I honestly don't know what you do there. Because obviously Turbo and Trell are in the centres. Well, there's absolutely no doubt whatsoever about that. I then... Wingers, Adokar's going to come back. Adokar, but then you've got Suali'i and you've got To'o. I think it'll be To'o and Adokar, if I have to guess. Yeah. Uh, and then I think that, obviously, Tommy and Latrell goes without saying. It'll be Cleary and... I I agree with you. I want it to be... I think I want it to be Hines. Oh, bro. No, it's not even a fucking doubt in my mind. Mm. Luai can... Kick rocks. But what I want and what I'm given are never the same thing. No, of course not. Ever in anything. Never, Especially ever, when you like ever, expect something ever, and then you go, oh, no, of course not. Never the same thing. No. In fact, often you get lowballed. You, you get lowballed or you get disappointed yeah. or, you, or you get fucked. Yeah. You get fucked. That's what happened. Like last year, right? 
Again, I've been over it many times, but Blue the emission the emission of Jay Trebojevic is the reason we lost the fucking series. That's as simple as that. And Adokar. And when I yeah, but more so Jake. Yes. When I read that, I go, oh, we're getting. I've been fucked again. Yep. A bloke who literally has the heart and soul of the New South Welsh Welshman people flowing through his veins, omitted for no reason whatsoever. No. Um. Before we wrap rugby league, Dave. I was alerted to uh, some footage yesterday evening uh, of one-time grand final winner, NRL bad boy, and I think actually convicted bad boy, Curtis Scott. Yep. Absolutely feeding some cunt in bush footy. Is is there, Absol- is there footage? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Can you see it? Now, this is a tackle here. We're not feeding. No, no one's feeding yet, I don't think. Or maybe they are. Volume? Or isn't any? Uh, Here we go. Get up. There's Curtis. There's Curtis getting into his work. Curtis known for fucking punching the shit out of people. Boom. Fucking oath, Curtis. He gets in two rock solid ones. Yeah. Curtis, I think, might have some anger management problems. I think he's been convicted of, like, domestic violence. Uh, he also fucking broke Dylan Walker's orbital mm-hmm. bone. That was a good night. Um, it strikes me that Curtis likes to throw. Look at that. That's a, that's a man that's thrown a couple in his life. Yeah, he was very... Look at that. Bang. Bang. Oh, bang. that second one. Oh, oh the yeah. third one gets him too. Shout out to Curtis. That's bush footy right there, Tom. That is bush footy. That's good on his push footy. But I think that's where Curtis will remain, unfortunately. Like, he was touted as an origin, Australian centre of the future. Uh, Again, you don't get picked up by the Melbourne Storm for fucking nothing. He was like a schoolboy's Australian player. Yeah, you also don't get let go by the Melbourne Storm for nothing when you're meant to be an up-and-comer. And And then he gets let go by the Raiders as well. There you go. Shout out to Curtis Scott. I just wanted to – I saw this in punters and dribblers, and I thought it's worth bringing up. Sorry to go back to the Tigers, but I will. I'd do it. Huh? I'm saying do it. This is this is the social media so- team. Every time, this is the caption after every loss so far. So the first, I'll start first to last. Couldn't secure the win at home. Down to the last minute. Full time at Belmore. Full time. And then on the weekend, just FT. <laughs> <laughs> so they've just, they're, you know. They're the hardest workers. Yeah, well, they've lost. They've lost interest. What do you do? They've lost interest. Yeah, Ft. Lost. Ft. We lost. <laughs> I wish there was like a. I don't know how you how you'd spell like just an exhale, heavy sigh. Well, there's an emoji for it. He's like, uh, like a. Uh. Uh, we're still in the top four, so that's good. I think the Broncos are so goddamn hot. I know I keep saying it. I hate it. Denning Kemp is so high on his own supply, and so are the Broncos. They were playing We Are The Champions at the Caxton after the win. Like it, That's been, not a good sign. That's not a good sign. That's not a good sign. I tell you what's not a good sign, because they were flying last year as well. No, nah, but not like this. No, but yeah, but still, they were in the top four, and, yeah, then, uh, and then you yeah. blinked, and they were in the fucking, they were ninth. Yeah. That, who are they, who, is this their next games? Yeah. Who have they got? Tigers, all right, Raiders, humping. Titans, humping. Eels, you would assume. Humping. The hump. Rabbitohs, they can win that. At home. Manly, they'll lose. That's magic round. 
Storm. Mate, other than the Manly game, they, they could be undefeated. Well, well, but no, or up until the Manly game, do you Yeah, mean? yeah. They've got a tough stretch there. So there's Manly, Storm, Panthers. Panthers, Warriors. Warriors, not tough. Sharks. Sharks. That's a tough period. That is a tough period. Anyway, credit to them. Credit to them. Uh, that's Rugby League. Shout out to KO. Thanks, KO. Love you up. If you don't have KO, you miss a shitload of Rugby you League. Miss, partners you miss and dribblers. all, of it. You, miss all, you all of, it. Miss all of it. you miss every. You miss every. Just every. be smart. Or like, I mean, if you don't like Rugby League, then sure. Sure. Put it this way. If you like watching Rugby League, you need KO. It's just, it, that's all it is. It's an ad, but it doesn't even need to be. It's common sense. No, no, no. It's just a fact. Wanted to just give a shout out to friend of the show and fastest man in the country, Rowan Browning. Did you see him get into his work on the weekend, the no. athletics? 10.02. Oh. Wind assisted? Don't think so, but I don't know. 10.02. It was fucking moving, dude. We're moving. Uh, get it up. Go to his, is it maybe on his Instagram? Yeah, um, it was in Australia. Yeah, it was like an Australian athletics, mate. So he won his first opening round heat at 10.18. Um, his semi in 10.17. So it was a fish. God, he's close. God, he's close to that 10-second barrier. Dude, mate. he's so quick. That must be so frustrating. It's two split seconds is yeah. fuck all. Look how quick he is in, this, in the centre. Pretty even start. In fact, Browning got away like a bullet. Moves into the lead from Rodriguez. Chico and Doran have a look at Browning go. He's giving them an absolute win burn here and he takes the title. Not his national record. Jeez, that's lightning. That is lightning. Lightning, mate. dude. Bro, I was actually thinking about that the other day, How what that would feel like to be so quick. And also how you spend most – you're almost technically hovering because the amount of time that he actually spends with anything touching with the foot the on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird. Very, very weird. It says there was no wind assistance or the sort of hot conditions that sprinters thrive in. So not ideal conditions. I want him to break fucking 10 so bad. 30 degrees and a two-meter tailwind is what you want, but nobody can control that. He'll – but a wind assisted ten break is not. No, there's a there's a um, maximum you can get. There's a yeah. maximum. Uh, how what how what age do sprinters peak? Uh, what how old is he? I think it's like twenty fours, twenty like around there, twenty three, twenty four. That's when you peak. Yep. The vast majority of personal best records achieved between twenty three and twenty eight. There you go. So he's. When did fucking? How old was you saying when he hit, when he did nine fifty eight in Berlin? Uh, he was, ooh, 22. He was young, bro. But he, really? Yeah. The, he How did, old he is did he that, now? He did that in like 2009. Yeah. He, when he won Beijing, he was young. He was well, like, we, well, are we the same age as him? Well, how old were you in 2009? How old is he? Usain Bolt He'd be a couple years older than 36. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. Fuck. 22, man. So, and what's Rowan? Rowan's like 23. He is 25. 25. All right. So we're coming up to so the this sub is, 10. This, no, this is sub 10. We're, we're gearing up for sub 10. 100%. 10, sub 10. 100%, 100%. I'll fucking lose it when he breaks it. Dude, white guys don't go sub 10. There's just, it just doesn't happen. No. How, look how many white guys have broken 10 seconds. It's fuck all. 
This Lamatra guy from Fran- France was the first guy to do it. But outside of that, I think there's some other guy who has a bit of, he had a bit of snake oil about him, who I think talks some shit. I don't know if that was ratified or not, but it wouldn't be many. So it also, you know, the lunchbox went close. Well, he used too much, too much dick. Too much dick. Too much dick, dude. Way too much. You removed that fucking piece. Of way his too and he much. Done penis. it easy. Yeah. That dude, Christophe Lemaitre, the yep. French guy, is the only white man. There you go, yeah. bro. It doesn't oh. happen. That's from We've saying. got one white guy to ever go sub 10. One guy. Okay, so I didn't realize that. The lunchbox was prevented by a penis. We know that. But, like, that's the sort of. So I didn't realize Rowan was chasing history. We're slow, bro. I know that. We're fucking pathetic. I know that, dude. <laughs> Don't worry about that. I get that. I tell you what else uh, is worth repeating from our live stream the other night. Because Ned Brockman, second only to some random German guy in terms of getting across Australia in time, that German guy... Now, these aren't... Ned was not saying this himself. He was merely passing on the facts and then Eddie and I doing with those facts what we wanted. That's correct. The German gentleman had no record of him actually doing it. It was just like a write-up in the paper. There was a write-up in the paper. That was it. Yeah. So, whilst he may have done it, I'm not buying it. He's also German. Listen... We don't trust Germans necessarily. Not on face value. No, not, not when it comes to things like that. Not exactly right. Now, an article in the paper could have been a clerical issue. Could have misheard him. Uh, we followed Nettie B every single day on his Strava. So... Could have been the, could have been the fucking journo being like, yeah, it's not that impressive. I'm going to put mayo on it. Let me knock a couple of days off. Who knows? The German himself. That's right. Could be full of shit. Who knows? So... Ned Brockman, the fastest across Australia. Rowan Browning, second white man to go sub-10. That's our call. Not yet. Not yet, but that's what we're calling. That's what we're calling. I think he does it this year, 2023. This is the year for Rowan to go sub-10. What's LaMatra's record? How quick's he gone? Could he be the quickest white guy all time? Uh, LaMatra ran... It says he first broke it at 9.92. Although I have just realized this article I'm looking at is from after the London Olympics. So 9.92 is fucking that's, that's, sharp. That's He's not moving. getting down there. No well, offense. listen, he might. Well, it's not, let's believe. I will believe. But I'd be shocked. Yeah, 9.92 is his best. Do we trust Lamartra? No, no, no. That's a legit one. Okay. He's broken 10 a couple of times, pretty okay, sure. Okay. Yeah. <coughs> is that us? Is there anything else? I was dressed... The only other thing was fucking... Uh, uh, he's getting into his work, Eddie Jones. Oh, yeah. He's getting into his work. Big Nelson, next, to, yeah. next in line. Yeah. Big Nelly. Stiffening up the forwards. Where, plays eight? Yeah. Or six. He's is big that, enough to play second row, but, but that, I feel like it's that, a bit... How difficult is that, right? Like To you, play second row? No, but like we all know that you've fucking, you know, played a bit of footy. Yeah, no? Like, so now you're asking me to pass on some, uh, I guess, my assessment of the international game. No, I no, really what, I'm, what I'm saying, Tom, what I'm saying is, can you go from rugby league? I don't know how much union he's ever he's, played. No, he played. Any. He played growing up. He's Kiwi, but he's going to play for the Wallies. <laughs> Lol. Like, is it easy to fucking go back and then just, like, start playing breakaway? Yeah. Fucking breakaway is an easy position, in my opinion. Like, it's all hard, but in terms of, like, nuance Is he too shit, big? No, he's not too big. Sixes are usually bigger because they're line-out options. Okay. Um, and a seven is usually more of your stockier pilfering type. Yeah, yeah. Like Number a eight, nut stealer. A nut stealer. He could be an eight, surely. He could be an eight off the back of the scrum. Terrifying cunts. Absolutely he could. 
And I mean, I guess he could be a second rower, but that's a little bit more specialised in the scrum. That's pretty technical. Isn't yeah, it? I wouldn't think that he'd be going there. Um, but again, I don't know. It's funny you see the Wallabies squad, which has been named, and I there's a lot of cunts I don't know, Wait. let alone debutants. I know Max Jorgensen. Mate, I read it and I go, ooh. It's all right. We'll start boning up on him. Well, I will bone up. We'll have to bone up. Know that I'll bone up. Yeah, Obviously, we'll be, we'll the we World Cup at the end of the year. Max Jorgensen, 18 years old. Alan Alatoa, yep. Um, Nettie Hannigan. Nettie Hannigan, no Ned. James Slipper, obviously, no I know slips. him. Nick White, I know him. Hooper, Reese Hodge of Cadence Jordan Patea, I know him. Vunavalu, Jed Holloway, Tom Wright, Manly legend. Angie um, Calloway. Yep. Schoolboy alum. So, fuck, maybe Reese Hodge. Reese Hodge. Michael Hooper. Like, fuck, yeah. I know some. Fraser McWright. I think he's a back rower. He's a flanker. Sunivalu. Icky Tau, because I hear um, that guy. Is Blake Shoop Aaron Shoop's brother? No, I don't think so. But he, I think it's a different spelling. No, it looks like the same spelling. Looks like I thought same. there was an E on the end of Shoop. No. Nah. Nah. Maybe they are related. Um, the Mark Noah. He is the Our Brothers. Are they really? Yeah. There you go. This is the toughest name to pronounce. You don't see Shoops, bro. No, you don't see Shoops. Which one are you going to try? Mark. Okay. Nawanganitawase. Nawanganitawase. It's a fucking pretty good crack, mate. Because Qs are pronounced like NG in Fijian, I believe. I wouldn't have gone near that one. Nawanganitawase. Nawanganitawase. So, so oh, is this it. the big Nelson's last year under contract? Oh, hang on. Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe I actually don't know. I'll double check that in a sec. Eddie, he's got a fucking, he's got a good eye, Eddie. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. Are you getting it up here? Yeah. Nawakonitawazi. Mark Nawanganitawazi. Yes. Yeah, so you say like, Nwanga, where's my car keys? That's kind of like the rhythm you go with. Nwanga nitawaze. Nwanga nasi. Nwanga taze. Mark Nwanga tasi. Say what again? I said faster Welsh. You said faster. That's Welsh version. Now, what can the I'm done here. Okay. Boys, it's simple. Nwanga nitawaze. I nailed it, by the way. He did pretty well. Mm -hmm. I nailed it. He did very well, man. Um, he's a fucking... He's got a bit about him. Apparently, he's a goer. Trans health with goers. You two should go. Very yep. simple. Yep, 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 yep. So, shout out to Eddie. Shout out to Eddie. You know um, what? Stay away from Cooler, though. You know what I mean? Oh, Stubby. fucking stay away. And KO. Yeah. Uh, one, one thing I, I forgot to tell you about this uh, engagement party I went to on the weekend. 70s theme, 70s or disco glam. Would you go as? So it was initially like a touch of disco was on the thing. And then I hit up Hickey and I was like, how touchy of disco are you here? Because I don't even really know what that is. And he was like, it's gone. It's, it's now just disco. Like you got to fucking it's dress up time. Yeah. A touch of disco doesn't make sense. I don't sense. know what a touch means. So I went to the costume shop and I got myself like this. I'll just show you the photo. But I got like a white 70s suit. Um, open. Like an Elvis suit? Sort of. <laughs> a 
But anyway, so like I'm dressed <laughs> up. You look good, mate. Yeah, thanks. You look good. Look good, feel good. No, you I, look great. I arrive there. Someone's wearing the same thing as me. They've gone to the same costume store. Who? Geordie's brother, Mitch. Shout out to Mitch. Good man. But not just a good man. Like a fucking supermodel man. Like he's a model. Oh, so he just... So like, you know, in the in the battle of like, oh, we're wearing the same thing. It was like, oh, well, I've, I've lost this one significantly. Because he's just... He's a stud. He's a stud. Yeah. He, 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 listen, tip for young players. Never go toe-to-toe with a stud. Don't bother. No. Nah. Pack it up, go on. I should have just gone home. Someone else at the door. Which is probably a good time to wrap it up. See you later. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.